Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is Sunday, May 8th, and uh, we're talking all Moon Knight today. But however, 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 before I even get started, uh, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, especially my wife. So if anybody wants to shout out their moms or their wives, go ahead. Yes, happy birthday to both my wife and my mama. So love you both. Happy birthday or happy Mother's Day? Same difference. Same difference. (laughs) Happy first appearance. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, happy Mother's Day, mom. Nice. Okay. We do have one of us that has seen Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and Jeremy is trying to hold me up. What? Yep. Because I want to say, let this go on record that I am actually the first one to see one of these movies. <laughs> I know. It's like another seal of the apocalypse has broken. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've beat us to another one before. Did I? I thought you beat us to one. I, I, I think I have never beat anybody. Yeah, I think, I, well... I think we were all kind of close on the Batman, maybe. I think we were. No, you were the no. I was, I was still the last one, but like it was within like a few days, like a day or two. I yeah. think. But yeah, mm. it was something else then yeah. that I was like that you were first on. I think I could be wrong. Anyways, regardless, Jeremy has been the first one to see Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness. So no spoilers. Don't have to worry about spoilers on this. Jeremy, what's your whelm factor? Uh, mine is. Honestly, like I'm, I'm between pleasantly and overly well. Really? Like, yeah, just because to me it seems like there's a lot that gets introduced in this movie, a lot that happens, and there's a a lot of questions that I have. <laughs> so, like, I think, and just by doing this podcast too, obviously, like it's kind of opened my eyes to more things. So, yeah, that's uh, it. Just seems like there's there's a lot going on, and and they did it. They did a very good job with everything. Honestly, to me. I felt like for the most part. Okay. So it sounds like it was fun. Yes. How was the horror aspect of this? Because we've heard different things throughout the years. So I will say there was one part like that was rather creepy and it reminded me of uh, the ring. And whenever you go see it, you'll under- kind of understand what I'm talking about. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, yeah, no spoilers, but yes, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So it's, but it was that part of it was pretty cool. I will say that I wish that the final battle was a little bit longer. Okay. Well, all right then. Mm. Richard, do you have anything you want to comment or ask? No, 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 I don't. <laughs> I, no, I'm going to go see it uh, probably Wednesday. Okay. I'm hoping next weekend is when I get to see it. I'm hoping so. All right. Let's get in the meat potatoes of this. We've got Moon Knight. We've got episode six. I believe it's... Uh, Gods and Man? Gods and Beasts? What's it called? Gods and something. It's called Gods and Monsters. That's it. But they should have named it Scarab and the Lunar Soldier. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. (laughs) Real quick. Synopsis of this episode is the ultimatum of the the series. Uh, I guess the season because they've kind of came out and said this is going to this is season one now. And that Hawkeye is more of a series, a limited series kind of thing. Is that right? Yes. So this is the end of season one. Uh, We get a giant kaiju fight of Amit and Khonshu. Mark comes back from 
the heavenly reeds and takes over Moon Knight again. Layla gets possessed by Tewert. Is that right? Yeah. Tewert. Tewart. I like I just to wear it, tomato, to wear it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to wear it, to wear it. To wear it. To I think Steven <laughs> says cow wet it, so I, I don't know. <laughs> like Goddess T. Uh, she yeah. takes over Layla. Get a giant fight scene, the big boss battle, and of course, you know, the good people win in the end, supposedly. And everybody's insurance goes up again. Right? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> with all that being said, we're going to start off with Whelm Factors for this episode. And then at the end of our discussion, Whelm Factors for the season as a whole. Okay. All right. So Whelm Factors for this episode. What do you got, Richard? Oh, I'm starting. Okay. Yeah, sure. Why not? Call me off guard with that Whelm one. Factor. Whelm Factor. Whelm Factor is I was whelmed on this episode again. Okay. Jeremy? And I'd have to concur. I was whelmed. <laughs> Okay. I was like right there at overwhelm. So like <laughs> of course you were. <laughs> I was loving this. I was absolutely loving this. All right. Richard, I assume you've got a list about a mile long of things. It's that- it's not a mile long, but I, yeah, I always have like some notes now to talk about things if if we need to. All right, go ahead. What you what you got on your list? Okay. Well, one, this is the shortest episode. Michael, you were you were damn near close to the runtime of it. it you said last week it was forty five. It ended up being 43. WandaVision's <laughs> last episode was 50. Falcon and the Winter Soldier was 53. Loki was 42nd, uh, 42nd, 47, coming in at the second shortest. And Hawkeye was 61. So just to say, like, this, to me, the reason why I was so whelmed by this is this episode felt so rushed. It felt like, hurry up, get to it. We're, we're moving on. We're going on. We're going to the next thing. Yeah. Whereas like Loki being like only four minutes longer felt way better paced. And just to do a callback to last week's episode, boy, was I wrong about Mark meeting Layla's father in the field of reeds. I, I was like, <laughs> I was so sure about being like, I was like, I guarantee to you, but man, did I, when I was editing it, I was like, boy, that aged like milk. <laughs> He's there. So where it yeah. said that she's met him. So he's there. Yeah, but I, I, I really thought like while Mark was still going to be in the field of reeds, he was going to show up and be like, you know, tell my daughter that I love her or, or give her a message or right. know what that weird symbol that she draws in, in the sand means or something. Yeah. Also, one of my biggest issues about this is there is so much left still on the table that doesn't get explained. And... As of right now, we don't have a second season. Nothing is confirmed. I know Disney changed like on their Twitter account, like, you know, see the series finale and then changed it to the season finale, kind of hinting that it's going to be another season or two with this. But like so much is left out there and then so much doesn't get like properly explained or they do weird things. Like we mentioned the little girl talking about like how Steven gets rejected from the field of reeds. And then that happened in the previous episode, but nothing ever comes of that other than it just happened. So like what? There's so much that annoys me about this series. Yes. I was, I'll just jump to it because my notes are kind of like all over the place. I was so irritated by Jake being the stinger for this. Yes. (laughs) 
What? I was so irritated that, <laughs> like, the most interesting fights that happen just cut away. Like, we don't even see it. We see yeah. some goofy kaiju battle. Like, I don't care about, like, fucking a, a big bird fighting giant crocodile woman. Like, like I, I, I don't. Like, I will say, like, Tawarit, Amit's CGI looks fucking awesome. Like, when they summon her... Yes. When they summon her for the first time in, in the uh, pyramid... It looked so good. Yes. Like, I was really impressed for like a television show. I know it's Disney and they have like unlimited funds, but still, like I was just like, wow, this looks really good. I will say real quick that to wear it, when I first saw her in the mental hospital, the CGI was off on her. Mm. Like I noticed for whatever reason, I was like, oh, that's some bad CGI. I remember saying that to my wife when we first saw her. Also, real quick with to wear it, we kind of get an explanation of how long she's been guiding that boat. Because if she's taking Layla's dad to the the field of reeds, mm-hmm. then she's been guiding it for a bit. Yeah. So she should know about the whole hearts thing and more of the inconsistencies oh, I think yeah. you were talking about earlier. Yeah. You know what I mean? That you didn't like. Yeah. That was a big one that I that I thought anyway. Talking about like how she she didn't necessarily know how to do her job properly and that right. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, maybe she's new at it, but this kind of shows if she's met the guy that she's not necessarily new. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, what, what's her name? Amit says that she's been sealed away for 2,000 years or something like that. So at least, a th- we'll, we'll, we'll half that. At least 1,000 years to where it's been doing, you know, leading people. But I, I sent you a thing because uh, Nerdist Dan Casey had a, a really interesting theory that Harrow was, in fact, Anubis. Like, yes, it was either he was Anubis or he was like Anubis's avatar. Yes. Which would have been so cool and made so much more sense because in Egyptian like mythology, apparently like Anubis is the one who judges, like who weighs their hearts against a feather to find out if they can pass on to the field of reeds or if Amit will like devour their souls. Yes. Like he kind of works in junction with Amit. So it would have made way more sense to do that. Also, like why does he have that tattoo that has the powers? I guess the cane gave it to him. None of that gets explained. It's so frustrating. <laughs> well, another thing that, that I had thought that was just aggravating about that whole thing was that while he's on the boat, souls all of a sudden just start coming down and to mm-hmm. where it's like, well, these these souls are being un- judged unjustly or something along those lines. And it's like we got that scene but it's out of time. It's out of yep. it's. It's not in the right place. Like, yeah. Did, did y'all did y'all catch that and see that as well? Yeah, yeah well, I did. Like, I I thought the souls coming down and raining down was when Harrow uh, uses the cane, like the axe. Now it's turned into an axe on those soldiers. Remember when he shows okay. up and like the soldiers are all like. You know, stop right there. Yeah, but that was only a few of them. Yeah, but uh, when you watch that video, it was only a few as well. It wasn't like thousands. It was only like four or five. But like, by the way, when when he jumps, like, they're all like, stop right there. You know, you can't go anywhere. And they've got all the guns drawn. He gets out with a fucking axe and nobody shoots him. (laughs) (laughs) He's got swagger, man. I don't know. All cult leaders got swagger. That's why they're cult leaders. Yeah. Um, if breaking Conchu's Upshapti freed him, 
why didn't Harrow just do that like right then and there instead of like going to the pyramid? I didn't understand why he had to like wait and like take her to the pyramid. Like, I don't know. Oh, instead of just throwing it there in that little tomb or whatever. Yeah. I think she'd be more powerful because they were saying something about the power being more. Yeah. When in there. Yeah. Like that, that's fine. But once again, that goes back to my like, things aren't explained. This is, I feel like this series should have had more than six episodes. Like Wanda got nine and everything else has just been six. I felt like something should have been done to explain. Like we, we, we need to set some rules and guidelines here other than just me <laughs> making jumps in, uh, in like assumptions. <laughs> the other thing I think too was they also needed the other gods. They needed to put the other avatars down. Oh, okay. Because yeah, the they realized that, yes, they realized that Amit was being freed. And so they went to join together. And so like, they don't have to have anything to, combine her back to stone and then the stone be there. Mm -hmm. So if he broke it somewhere else, freed her, they would have known they could have gone ahead and started chanting or whatever to put her back in stone. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so maybe like that makes, and it wasn't explained that way. So I completely see what you're saying, but I think that's kind of where they were going with that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, that was also one of the fights that I was referring to. Like, I was like, oh, sweet. We're going to see three like avatars of the Ennead fight against Harrow. And it's like, nope, nope, nope. He just defeats them. And I was just like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it was so frustrating. Yeah. I will say this. We, I've been saying throughout this entire like series that I thought Harrow was just full of shit, but he is like bought into his own beliefs. Like when he frees Amit. He's all like, you know, yeah. she says like your skills are unbalanced and he's like, yeah, I, I, you know, I accept my fate or whatever. So like he was really willing to die for the cause. Right. He was very sweaty too. Yeah. <laughs> he was. I, I thought that as well. Insanely sweaty. Yeah. I thought something was like wrong with him or something like, I don't know, maybe he was just nervous about being judged, but he he was very sweaty. Yeah. It's just really, it's just really fucking hot out in the desert. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's great. It looks like Amit is a bit of a hypocrite because she's like, no, you, you know, even though your scales are unbalanced, I'm going to make you my avatar because you're the one who freed me. And she mentions, you know, my previous avatar had a balanced scales and I was, you know, sealed away for thousands of years. Because she, she realized that she's, that she's evil, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want to get locked up again because that guy's too good and he put me away. Or he allowed them to put her away. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, when we started this series, nobody could see the Egyptian gods except for, like, the avatars. But then as soon as Amit is freed, like, everyone can just see the gods. <laughs> That's what it seems like. Yeah, there's so much... I don't know. I keep going back to, like, there's just so much inconsistency here. That was another inconsistency, though, too, that I noticed was... Layla was sent to go get the little uh, Egyptian village doll. And how is she supposed to know which one's Khonshu? How is she supposed to know what Khonshu looks like? Oh, my God. I didn't even think about oh, that. Oh, yeah. You're right. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> You're 100% right. I didn't even think. Well, also, like, why not just start freeing all the gods? Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I guess you don't know what they're in there for, but like, yeah, true. Because Amit was stored up, but how worse could it be than like, you know, whatever, like a giant crocodile lady's like eating everybody? 
I will say I was kind of disappointed in her appearance in the sense that she's been depicted as having a crocodile head and a lion body in other mm-hmm. like forms. Like I believe her first appearance was in a Conan book and that's what she had was like a crocodile head and lion body. So I was kind of expecting that. Yeah, I really didn't think I figured we'd get like a human-esque form just because of how Tawaret looks where mm-hmm. it's just like essentially like a hippo humanoid like hybrid. Yeah. But yeah. It reminded me very much of the Dr. Emmett like scene in that one comic book. Mm-hmm. So I was I was cool with it. I was just I was expecting something else and I got that. And I was like, "Oh, okay. I mean, I, I it's not a big deal." But I like how uh, how Kanchu tried to get her to be his avatar and she was just like, "Nope." <laughs> Yeah. Nope. <laughs> no means no. Yeah, which at the end he says like, you know, Mark thought I was going to get Layla to be my next avatar, but that's not true. And like, I'm like, you are so fucking gaslighting right now. <laughs> like, you absolutely yeah. asked Layla to be your avatar. <laughs> so, I don't know if this is jumping way ahead, but like, whenever you're talking about the Jake being the stinger, is he really going to be like speaking Arabic? Like, is that his his language? No, he's speaking Spanish. Or Spanish, I'm sorry, yeah. Not Arabic, Spanish. See, is he going to be speaking Spanish? Uh, well, if he is, that's really making me mad. So I, I was going <laughs> to save, like, all the Jake talk to the end. But yeah, like, I have a list of, like... So the reason why I don't like Jake being the stinger is, one, we've put in all these damn clues between, like, the second sarcophagus that's shaking in his whole, like, yeah. mind thing, the the potential that he's Scottish, and that's why the... The security guard calls him Scotty. And then, like, he just shows up. He speaks nothing but Spanish. Oh, uh, sorry. The other one was when uh, when it's clearly him, when he's going to stab, like, Dr. Harrow in the mind, like, yeah. mental institute. He has, like, that Brooklyn accent. And, but I, I don't know. Yeah. It, this is a weird take on Jake. I know Oscar Isaac is... I don't know exactly. Like, I know he he is Hispanic. So I think maybe it was one of those, like, Harrow has glass in his shoes, and that was just a thing that Ethan Hawke wanted to do as, like, a thing. Like, hey, I want to add something to this character where he puts glass in his shoes to pay for his, like, sins or whatever. So maybe it's something that, like, Oscar Isaac said. Like, hey, I think Jake should be, like, this, you know, Hispanic, like, hitman. That's nothing. That's yeah. That just completely changes the character. Not not just adds a little bit to it. I agree. I like. I feel a little vindicated. So I was like watching a short from Comic Storian because every time I go to Reddit, <laughs> both on like Marvel subreddit and the Moon Knight subreddit, they're like loving this series. And I'm like, am I am I taking crazy pills here? Like, am am I missing something? <laughs> But apparently he he too was just like, I give it like a seven out of ten and it, it's you know, it's not really Moon Knight. They they kind of deal more with just DID stuff, but they don't really go into like the Moon Knight stuff as much. What's DID? Uh disassociative identity disorder. Oh, okay. It's what Mark is diagnosed with. Yeah. I didn't know if that was a comic book lingo or something. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> um Moon Knight flying through the air looked so goddamn silly (laughs) it looked so silly and weird like it's cool when he first takes off and he he has like the moon backdrop and it makes the little crescent moon 
that's cool. But when he's actually flying through the desert, uh, yeah, it looks so silly looking. I was just, I was giggling while watching it. <laughs> also, when Conchu and, or excuse me, when Amit is like absorbing the souls and starts growing big, I got big Power Ranger vibes from this. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was really, really waiting for like, Hero to Zordon? Like, yeah, I was about to say Zordon. Yeah, no, like I was I was waiting for Hero to throw the staff down and be like, now make my monster grow. <laughs> <laughs> Layla to come out. Yeah. Saying it's morphin' time. Yeah, exactly. Man, yeah, yeah. I, I gotta say, Layla's so the Scarlet if you Google Scarlet Scarab and look at the old school artwork of it, it's a bit silly looking, like a lot of old, mm-hmm. like superhero costumes look. But I gotta say, Layla's costume looks dope as fuck. I, I, I think it yeah. looks... Yeah. I, I love the color scheme. I like how they did the the wings and the, like, mm-hmm. scimitars or whatever they're called. Like, it looked really cool. I Like, as much as, like, we kind of didn't care about Layla, though now at the end of the series, I'm like, I want, I want a series about Layla. Because <laughs> yeah. I just don't... <laughs> I just don't care about Mark now. But anyway... I thought it looked cool. Her, uh, whenever Tuaret took over, like whenever they first started, I was like, man, this, this looks really painful. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. It was like, it just swapping back and forth. I was like, God, just how? <laughs> I think she did a good job with it too. Like mm-hmm. the actress, yeah. did, I think she did a good job swapping back and forth. She didn't change voice like Oscar Isaac did, but I don't, I don't think she necessarily had to. I mean, I think she did good the, just the way it was. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I thought it was funny the uh, whenever she was speaking through the little dead body on the on the ground at first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like just thinking like to myself, I'm like the actor who played that, like <laughs> how it was to actually try and do that, and I don't know, it, it was kind of funny, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all the like Tuaret talking through people or things was really funny, like the. Was it Osiris right before she turns into the Scarlet Scarab where she's like... Oh, yeah. She, like, screams out. She's like, Layla! (laughs) (laughs) It was really funny. That was great. Yeah, I think we mentioned it, but, like, yeah, when the kaiju battle's happening, all I can think of is, like, the poor people of Cairo. Uh. Like, like, all this... Like I said, I keep thinking about the people in the Marvel Universe, like all this crazy shit happening. And then like, do they just see like Kaiju? Like, do they just see it on the news? And they're like, oh, it's just uh, it's just another Tuesday. (laughs) Better them than me. (laughs) It's like it's like a uh, like a tornado warning. Like you're just sitting there watching it like uh, it's going south of us. We'll be fine. Yeah. Respect the polygon. Yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> now that you put it that way, that is absolutely probably what a lot of people do in the MCU now. It's, it's, yeah, it's just like, oh, it's it's two counties below us. We're fine. <laughs> yeah. You see that shit that happened over there in London? Ah, better than to me. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I have to mention my wife talking about that as well. My wife mentioned when the little girl's like, are you an Egyptian superhero? And she's like, yes, I am. And uh, she was just like, yes, and this is what you get when you get superhero. You just get like a clusterfuck of like monsters attacking your city. <laughs> like you don't want a superhero. <laughs> I get like, and she gets it as well as like it means more to like have you know representation in there. But 
I just, it was really funny. I thought that comment was funny from her. Yeah. I was kind of hoping that that was going to be Kamala Khan. Oh, yeah. I was kind of hoping it was going to be her. Yeah, kind of like how they did where they said, like, the little boy in Iron Man 2 is Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah, but I've never whatever on that. I I just know, like, I want to say that Khan saw Carol Danvers in action, like in the cameos that she had in the books. Yes, yes. And so it would have been really cool for her to see, like, a superhero in action, which they can still do that in her series. Mm -hmm. But, like, I was just kind of like, oh, that would have been cool, you know, pull, you know. So either way, I'm cool with that it's not. (laughs) (laughs) so maybe y'all can help me figure this out to what extent does Amit consider something evil because when her and when they're all like kaijus and they're fighting they're arguing about like you know Kanchu's like I punish those who do evil you know and she's like I do the same thing just I you know prevent them from actually committing the crime or whatever like what does she consider evil (laughs) <laughs> is it like is somebody taking the last scoop of peanut butter uh, well, that, <laughs> <laughs> that is a truly heinous crime in your family is it <laughs> isn't it Jeremy yes yes it is <laughs> shit I was gonna say the last Oreo but okay <laughs> I'm just wondering like if you download like a movie illegally like does Amit like suck your soul away <laughs> like <laughs> because what, what I'm getting at is like <laughs> If it, if she's talking about like really hang, like murderers and like rapists and stuff like that, there was a lot of souls coming out of like just Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, so I'm thinking it's just any sort of like crime. And that's why like Conchu is is like, no, like I punish those who actually commit it as opposed to Amit's um, just like, no, just there's a line, you cross it. Like if you steal, even though you're like starving. Yep, you get you get your soul sucked. Stick your gum underneath the seat. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems like also now in the MCU, like you're predestined to do whatever in that sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There is no you can fix it, I guess. Where like kind of like Conchu seems like he's more of a you can fix it. Mm-hmm. And Amit's more like a no, you're gonna do this, so off with his head. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. Maybe that's their theme going with like with time travel stuff with Kang as well. Like, you know, technically he's from like a future where like that did happen, but you can alter your destiny or so. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going down. <laughs> um, Let's say you're kind of dipping into a Dr. Strange movie there. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> I will say like as much as I've been sort of hating on a lot of things, I fucking love the fight scene, like the fight scene that we did get of Moon Knight yeah. slash Mister Knight and Layla as the Scarlet Scarab, like when they're when he's like run, like when it's Mister Knight and he's running and he's just hitting people with sticks, and then like he throws it and it like bounces off a wall and then he catches it, but he's like Moon Knight now, and, and then he's fighting. All that was dope looking. Yeah. All that was really cool. Yeah, really well shot, well choreographed, like everything. Yeah, all I could really think about like in that that little series there was, uh, I was like, man, I bet this is more like what Michael was wanting from Mr. Knight. Where he, just, <laughs> he actually knew what he was doing and he was taking care of business. I was going to say, like this episode has made me appreciate Steven so much more as Mr. Knight than anything else I've seen before. Like just him becoming self-aware that like, 
if Mark can do it, he can do it, mm-hmm. yeah. like kind of thing. And I'm I'm cool with that. I do like how I really do enjoy how they have developed Steven to become Mr. Knight. I, I do like that. Yeah. Yeah, I will agree with that. Like this made me like Steven like a lot better. Yeah, same here. Like I, I well, it's, like I like his. I can still I can get behind his kind of goofy charm type personality, and because uh, he's kind of gotten like you said, he's gotten more aware of it. And I, so I'm hoping that though, like if there is a, another season that they'll actually kind of maybe he'll be more successful, but still kind of keep his little goofiness too. The other thing that I really liked was him sitting down, like he took over to talk to Conchu, and he was very witty. And like, you could see some of that wittiness before when he was talking to Harrow about, I can't get behind baby killers. Mm -hmm. Like some of that wittiness, you know what I mean? And then he, like, he just kind of went full blown witty almost when he became Mr. Knight. And that's what I love the most. That's what like, I was like, okay, I'm cool with his goofiness now if he's going to be witty. Yeah. Like, especially when he's Mr. Knight. Also, I feel like right then and there, my headcanon is when Conchu was like, hmm, that's a nice suit. I'm going to steal that suit. Because <laughs> <laughs> it like... For the for the back of the limousine? Yeah. When he's in the... I know it's it's from like, I forget whose run it is, but uh, Conchu eventually does look like that in the comics where he's wearing like a nice suit. But it's also like rewatching it a second time today I paused it it is straight up Mr. Knight's like Stephen Grant's suit like it still has the same textures and everything so it is really? oh wow like he just stole that suit which I technically I guess it, <laughs> I guess it is his suit to begin with anyway because he gives it to Stephen but anyway it was just like man All right also like when you were talking about like Steven possibly if we get like a second season and you know he may be like the entrepreneur millionaire with the stinger I'm wondering we don't get exactly how much time has passed so like from the end of the episode like the true end where Mark just wakes up in his bed and you know he trips and falls and then it goes to credits and then we see the stinger where Harrow's now in a mental institute and Jake checks him out, like both literally and figuratively. (laughs) We don't know how much time has passed. So I'm wondering, is that limousine, I know once again, it's something from the comics that has the Spectre tag on it. Maybe that's Mark's. Like, in other words, maybe it's Steven and Steven's made like a ton of money now being the like billionaire, like businessman. And they don't know anything about Jake, and Jake's just taking taking the limo for a ride, murking people. <laughs> so I, I thought about this a few episodes back, and I just kept forgetting to say something. I think they can use his discovery of I can't think who who was the avatar for Amit before Alexander the Great. Yes, if he uses that discovery, could he not get rich off of having them made that discovery, or could Layla, since she is native? to Egypt or whatever. Could she not make claims to that because of her citizenship or whatever else the case is? Like, could either one of them make claims to have discovered that and then become rich off of that? I mean, I don't know about real world stuff, but yeah, you could say that would be a a good way to just say like, hey, he discovered the tomb of Alexander the Great and, you know, these museums paid him a ton of money to have them, you know, displayed there or something. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Because I know some countries, like when, like on the treasure hunting shows and stuff that I watch sometimes, 
it's like some sometimes the the, the government gets involved and they're like whatever treasure's found that's ours kind of deal or you know if you're like a citizen of that then maybe or if you own that property then maybe you can finagle it but yeah i i think the mcu could go that route of well he he found it so he became rich off of finding that yeah also back to the the fight real quick where where mark and steven are fighting harrow's like henchmen there's a move that mark slash moon knight does to harrow that he straight up stole that from like the video game Arkham City that Batman uses, where he fires a grappling hook. Oh. And then he like <laughs> pulls himself towards Harrow and then like kicks Harrow. I don't know if y'all have ever played that game, <laughs> but there's an upgrade for one of your like special moves, and that is straight up that move. <laughs> like it's like I I, I want to see if I can find like some video of it, but I think it is like you know a one to one. Like it's the same like kick stance that he's doing and everything. <laughs> That's funny. So uh, so now that we're kind of there, what caused Jake to stop and then Mark take back over? Oh. I think Jake's got more control than than Mark or Steven. Yeah. To be able to keep himself hidden and to like know when to give up. So I think you're you're right as well. I think Jake does have like some more control, but why did he stop all of a sudden? Bored. Well, that's be. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, I was gonna say it's whenever Mephisto leaves. Oh god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that's great I I just think the whole like don't kill Harrow in Amit thing is just so dumb because they killed so many henchmen along the way yeah Uh, Jake clearly has no issue with killing but yet he somehow gets stopped because Mark takes back over the only my headcanon is like Layla said something like Mark don't do it and then Mark took back over but that was the moment that they should have shown us Jake. They mm-hmm. shouldn't have cut away and done something else. That is the moment that they should have shown Jake. I just think that would have been a cooler reveal. Hey, leave him wanting more. Like, you're wanting more. You're wanting a second season. No, I'm like, not. I don't want more. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I kind of wonder if it was like, you know, back before this all came out, you know, we were talking about the how, you know, Disney Plus not had the the separation there yeah. between the adult and the like PG 13 stuff. So it seems like they're, you know, we had kind of talked about it again as well. Like where it seemed like maybe they were doing that to keep it on the PG 13 side of things, like the kids side of things. But so I wonder now, like if there is a second season, if maybe there's a chance, I think, cause I think Michael, you may have said this about too, like where they were maybe using this one to, set them up and then maybe see how it goes and then maybe on the next season actually go full-blown and let that be be shown. Yeah, I was saying more along the lines of they didn't have everything in place, I don't think, yet. Oh, yeah. Because when, when they had to film it, you know, so far ahead of all that stuff coming to fruition, I'm sure it was in the pipeline, but as yeah. to when it would actually happen was probably another story. And so, like, they probably used the Netflix stuff to sit there and get an idea of how much backlash they were going to get for it. And so if you got Moon Knight that's already being recorded and it's not falling under those guidelines, then they could just keep on trucking as status quo. Yeah. But I think I agree with you. They could do something different now since they have that. 
and then just move that series over there. Because honestly, like, there's only like one Disney show that I let my son watch. And some of it's because of gore or not gore necessarily, but just the violence. Others is, is because he's not going to get it. Like, he's not going to like he's not going to understand WandaVision. I may well, I probably let him watch Loki. Loki's fun. Yeah. But there's there's a good bit of violence in there, but I don't think it's as violent as Moon Knight is and just the aftermath that you see when he does do something. And he's not going to get the the message on Falcon Winter Soldier right now anyways. And there's a good bit of violence in that, you know, especially with John Walker. So I know my son's younger than, you know, he's he's under 10, but like, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I get it. Yeah, I was always wondering how when this when they announced Moon Knight because Moon Knight is one of Marvel's like darkest series. Yeah, both in like the stuff that they deal with and talk about, and like the violence that he like commits to like criminals and villains and stuff. Like, I mean, he the run I read, he cut a guy's face off. Well, his arch nemesis Bushman, he cut his face off. <laughs> <laughs> so when they announced that and said it was coming to Disney Plus, I was just like, how are they going to do this? And how are they going to do it properly? <laughs> so now I get that answer and I'm kind of like, no, I don't like it. I, I don't. And I don't know. I, I never liked Moon Knight to begin with, but I, I'm not really in. I'm not enjoying the ride that we have had so far. I'll be really curious to see what they do as far as Echo goes. I think Echo is going to be one of the biggest ones that kind of tests that coming up because Echo fits along the lines of like Daredevil and stuff like that. So especially with the story they're possibly building up for that. I mean, that that'll be a good tester to see like how far they're actually going to go on things. Yeah. So uh, once again, I'm skipping all over the place, but the um, my whole thing I've been saying like how Conchu's a dick <laughs> once again leads credence to him when he, at the very end with the stinger, he's like, he has no idea how truly troubled he is. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm just like, God, you're such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> we also see a QR code. It's in the stinger. When Jake is checking Harrow out, there's a little poster that says, uh, our health or your health is our priority. You'll see like a little QR code. And interestingly enough, I scanned this one because I don't scan all of them. It went to the run where Moon Knight and past Moon Knight avatars fight King the Conqueror. Interesting. So I don't know if that's telling of anything, but I thought I'd mention it. What was interesting about that is that uh, I sent y'all a article that said we were supposed to get Eternals cameos in the Moon Knight series, they were supposed to be teaming up with um, the main one they were wanting to team up and bring in was Kingo and possibly, uh, I think, Gilgamesh and Makari, if I'm not mistaken, to fight Amit back then. But it wound up getting scrapped because of CGI and stuff like that. So that is interesting. I mean, definitely. Yeah, I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't read that article. I had read another one where the uh, the writer, I can't think of his name right now, but he had mentioned that they had two cameos lined up to appear in the show, but he didn't mention who for some reason. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I didn't realize it was the Eternals. I thought it was going to be Blade and, and the Black Knight just because of Midnight Suns and stuff, but that's interesting. The Black Knight would have been super cool. 
Yeah. Have it be his uncle or whatever. That would have been dope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we didn't get Frenchie at all in the series. I thought that was kind of disappointing. All we got was literally his name on caller ID. <laughs> also, I thought this, I had this thought when watching it today. I thought this would have been really funny to tie in with Doctor Strange when the kaiju stuff is all happening. I really wish Doctor Strange just showed up and had been like, nope, and just like wave his hands and like <laughs> they're they're just gone. Like, you know how he did in uh, Ragnarok when Loki like comes at him and he's just like, nope, and just throws him in a portal and he's gone forever. <laughs> like, I, I just, I thought that would like, I just thought that would have been really, really great to just like subvert our expectations with like this giant, you know, kind of honestly old and tropey at this point, like battle with the villain at the end of the series or the movie. I just think it would have been funny to have <laughs> Strange come up and nope, get get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I think it would have been even awesome to sit there and just the mirror dimension just to appear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool too. You know, and like you don't even have to know who it is. Mm-hmm. Just you see the mirror dimension come up your mind can go as to it could be strange. It could be Wong. It could be, it could be anybody mm-hmm. at that point in time, but strong enough to make a mirror dimension that massive. Yeah, that would be cool. All right. So this is the last thing. So I think I've, I think I've figured out what the whole mental Institute thing with Dr. Harrow and the three different Mark or three different personalities of Mark from the previous episode in this episode is... Please, dear God, explain Okay, it, so I, I don't know if this is true. I'm I'm really waiting for, like, the director or the writer to finally tell us what it is, but I feel like it's a part of his psyche, and, like, Harrow is, like, Mark's self-doubt. Like, it's a manifestation of his self-doubt, and what I mean by his self-doubt is, like, he doesn't know if he's crazy or if these things are really happening, like in other words, the like seeing Conchu and like being able to turn into Moon Knight and do all these things, like to him, he doesn't know if that's really happening or not. And then by the end of this episode, he, he comes to terms, like he accepts that he is crazy in the sense of like, he does have DID. He does have multiple personalities but he's not crazy in the sense of he's seeing these gods and he's just making this all up in his head. And that's why Harrow starts to bleed and like, I guess, die. Is that his self-doubt like passing or something? That's the only thing I can come up with. (laughs) I mean, I, I definitely think you're close because in my mind, like, I think more, you know, he mentioned something about the walls coming down and then you get inside of his head in his head's a mental institute. Or when he dies, he thinks of a mental institute. Lots of walls, lots of doors, lots of closed doors, lots of things locked away. And he had so much that was locked away. Like, that's all Mark did was lock stuff away in his mind. And so I think, like you were kind of saying, like, as he goes through, he starts breaking down all those walls, opening all those doors, and, like, releasing and coming to terms with all the things that he has stored and locked away and walls that he's put up and stuff like that. So I think you're, I think you're on something. I mean, I definitely do. Yeah. I just want to know why like Harrow's there and you know, his boss from when Steven was at the museum and all the other things, but mostly Harrow, like I didn't understand any of those like office scenes or what it meant. And anyway, I, that was my, my closest theory that I could I could sum up. 
Yeah, I, I never could figure out like the whole hero, especially like afterwards, like after the, everything was said and done, after Harold was defeated, Amit was put in the body and we're back in this hospital and he wakes up and it's like it was all dream. And, but he's recognizing, he's recognizing everything. He's sitting there saying, you know, I can't believe you live in this dump. Like he's actively having conversations with himself mm -hmm. and with Steven and stuff like that. And I'm like, this makes no sense at all. And especially he just got released from Conchu. And then he tells his mind version of Harrow, I want to be a superhero or I want to be a hero or whatever, whatever his line was. Mm -hmm. My like, bro, you just gave all that up. What are you talking about? Yeah, I agree. Uh, it, this, Honestly, the acting in the show was really great. Mm -hmm. The fight choreography was great. The costume and sets and everything was great. But the writing on this show, I'm just going to say it, and I, I don't care, it fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, well, all right then. So is that, is that, is that your quarrel list there, Richard? <laughs> Yep, that's it. <laughs> Jeremy, do you have anything you want to add? I, I think I just kind of stepped in whenever Richard reminded me of stuff because this episode was extremely short to me, it felt like, and very to the point. So, yeah. no, I, I, uh, I'm the same way. Like, I, I, there were just, there were some good things about, I mean, it was, it was an interesting episode, but yeah, it didn't, there was, a, there was a lot left to, that I felt like they could have done in there. I mean, it was a bit disappointing that, you know, Brie Larson didn't show up in the series, so I mean, that just kind of <laughs> kind of ruins it for me. But other than that, I mean, it, yeah, it was. I'm with with Richard though. Like overall, like for my well meter on the overall series, there, like I'm just whelmed, uh, barely over into whelmed. Like it's just it's one of those where I tell people like you just watch like maybe the last two episodes and you're fine. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. If I could say that. Yeah, that's well. Uh, I don't know if we're if we're giving our overall whelmed because uh, I got caught off guard at the beginning of this because I was gonna I was ready to give that I'm underly whelmed. This is a skip from me. It doesn't unless it ties into any future Marvel properties. I will always say just skip it. I don't think it was a great series. I'm disappointed because like I don't like Moon Knight. I don't. But I when all these <laughs> trailers and stuff were coming out. I was really excited for this. I was like, yes, yeah. I'll see this and enjoy it. And I'll, I'll actually get what Moon Knight fans get. But it, it didn't give me that. It just annoyed me. It frustrated me every time I had to watch this multiple times to like have notes to talk about <laughs> it on the podcast. I like dreaded it. <laughs> like it was just like it was such a slog for me. <laughs> That's hilarious. What would, what would your overall be, Michael? So that's going to that's gonna kind of bring me to a question that I do have to ask. And I think I've got your answer on it, Richard. <laughs> I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say overall that I am whelmed with the series now, having seen the ending and things like that and, and watched everything. I honestly want to go back and rewatch it now. Knowing what I know, knowing what how they're gonna do things and stuff like that. Like I honestly want to go back and rewatch it. So that was gonna be my question. 
if now knowing the entire story and how it pans out, do either one of y'all have any interest of going back and rewatching it? No. No. (laughs) 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 Okay. (laughs) I mean, I really like, I really don't. It's not, it was just kind of bluff for me, like kind of the same way as Richard, because I was thinking about rewatching. I mean, I don't hardly ever rewatch the episodes just because I end up watching it like an hour before we're supposed to be on the podcast. But uh, I was, I had watched this one fr- Friday night, actually after getting back from watching Doctor Strange. So it may have been my mistake right there because I had a really good movie and went into this episode and it <laughs> didn't, obviously not as good. But uh, I, I had thought about watching this one again and I was just, it's kind of like Richard, I just didn't, I was like, I don't, just don't really want to watch it again, but I got to try to remember what all happened. <laughs> yeah. If we truly get, like, if they finally, I, I'm also tired, I'm irritated with that, with them him hawing around on whether we're getting a second season or not. If we get that, absolutely, I'll watch the first season. One, to remind me what happened, and two, so maybe I can catch some things. But this was just all over the place. Yeah, It really was. It was just kind of, all over the place tonally and with it's like trying to tell a story. I, I just, I didn't enjoy it. It does have a lot of plot holes. I I mean, I think there, I don't think there's any disagreements with that at all from anybody. I would, I wouldn't think anyways. I, I want to say like Dr. Strange, when it first came out, the original, I mean, back in 78, no, no, not that, not that original. I'm sorry. MCU original. I was, I was okay excited because I was never a Doctor Strange fan. I never read Doctor Strange books, but I do. I always liked Benedict Cumberbatch. I liked him as Sherlock Holmes and stuff like that. So I was like, this is actually going to be pretty cool. I think I went and I saw it in the movie theaters and I was whelmed. I was like, that's a cool movie. I like it, but I wasn't overly whelmed. The more that I watched that movie though, the more I love that movie. That's like creeping up on my, like my list. The more that I watch it. So there's no changing the story with Moon Knight. There's no changing the plot holes and things like that. But I just, I wonder if I watch it, rewatch it now, will it be one of those where I actually appreciate it more? I actually enjoy it more, like it more, because I know where stuff is headed. So speaking of knowing where things are headed, where are we going? Uh, Nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, are we getting Midnight Sun vibes? Are we getting Avenger vibes? Are we getting... Uh, is it just... We've got Vigilante Mark Spector slash Steve Grant just scouring the world for whatever. Do Layla and, and them get divorced? Does Layla have a threesome with them? I mean, what's going on? Yeah, I don't I don't know, man. <laughs> like, that's, the, that's my whole point is there's so much left up in the air that we don't know. If we get a second season, I think the whole thing will be how Jake is a hidden personality that they didn't know about, and he's moonlighting, no pun intended, as the new Moon Knight. Do you think they'll make Jake the villain? I think Jake will be a, like, we're talking like video game terms, I think he'll be like a sub-boss, like a mini-boss, but they'll do like another probably god, I would imagine. You think god, or you think they'll bring in Bushman or uh, Midnight Man? That's what they should do. Well, they they probably won't do Midnight Man just because, I mean, they could recast, but because of the actor passing, they should absolutely bring in Bushman as a villain. Especially now that Layla knows. Yes. 
So, okay. <laughs> Do you think that because there's no ties to this, that it hurts it as far as like knowing where we're going to go? Like, I, I think that has an obvious effect on it, but uh, there's other things that, you know, didn't have close correlations as far as like where we think they're going to go from this. And we're able to sit there and say, oh, it'd be cool to see this or it'd be cool to see that or whatever else the case is. Like, do you think this not having, because this is one of the ones that doesn't have a whole lot of MCU ties at all no. in it. So as of recently, yeah, it uh, does it hurt it? Yeah, I think it does because I, I think my reasoning for why it doesn't have any ties, why they don't reference more or show more is because they weren't sure how this was going to be received. Uh-huh. And they may just go, yeah, that didn't actually happen. Here's actual Moon Knight or something later on. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I have to agree because that was my my big thing too. Is like the, I mean, and as far as like where you go, because there's no there's no references really that and in this whole series, the whole season, and there's no like, I mean, at least for normals out there, there's not. I mean, not much that you can really grasp saying, okay, this kind of might relate to what's happening over here type thing. Like in, in this other, even in, in any of the other Disney plus series that have come out, like, I mean, there's nothing there that's really that obvious and that big of a thing there to where it, it kind of helps you get behind the series and actually like, you know, understand and be excited for what's going to be, be happening. So I do think that that's definitely something that'll, that hurts it. All right. Well, Y'all got any closing statements or anything you want to make as far as Moon Knight's concerned? Nope. Woo, Brie Larson. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Speaking of Brie Larson. Woo! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've got Miss Marvel coming up in four or so weeks. Really? Yeah. I didn't realize it was that soon. June 8th is what Google is telling me right now. June 8th is the first release date. That is a Wednesday. It is... It's like right after Kenobi. I think Kenobi comes out the 27th of May. So Kenobi's next uh, as far as like Disney Plus releases. And then June 8th is Ms. Marvel. So yeah, we got that to look forward to. Cool. Nice. Or do we? I mean. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely one that like, they're obviously going to watch. and But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I. <laughs> I really feel like I, I don't like well, we've talked about it, but anyway, like it, as long as they capture like the core of how that character like is like as far as personality and what I think it'll be a good series. I know they changed, you know, like her powers and stuff, which I'm I'm slightly disappointed, mm-hmm. but I think it will be hopefully fingers crossed. I think the one thing that will help is like, you know, going into it or at least as of right now, you kind of have an, an idea of what it's going to feel like in that series. Like, so it's not like you're going into some series where you think it's going to be a thriller, thinker, action packed, dark series and then get Moon Knight. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to say, they just, they just messed us up on this one here. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I think it's the one that like you kind of go in thinking that it's or under understanding to a degree of what it's going to be like. So, at least to say, if it stays along that lines, you know, just to kind of have fun with it and enjoy it and just, just ride that wave. But so I think it's at least got that set up for it. Yeah. All right. We got anything else? Nope. I think I'm good. Awesome. All right, Jeremy, where can they find you at? They can find me on Twitch, uh, streaming a little bit here or there. 
uh, under the handle Night Fury GTO. That's night with a K, not like Moon Knight, but like <laughs> Moon Knight. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find me on there, and of course, you can find me on here. Richard, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter if you want to contact me directly. My handle is Knight Curry, night like day and night, and curry with a K. If you want to contact us, we have an Instagram. Our Instagram is Comically Comics Podcast. We also have a Gmail account, and it is Comically Comics Podcast at gmail.com. You can find me on YouTube at 22 Comics. You can also find me on Instagram and whatnot at 22 underscore comics. Thank you all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did making it. With all that being said, happy Mother's Day. Say goodbye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye. Yeah, I don't, don't think you know as much as you think you do. And while it is tempting to accept your diagnosis, Doc, we'd rather go save the world. <laughs>